Hello and welcome back to Get the Noise a news podcast brought to you by Jagran. Your source for the latest news and updates from around the world. I am Shatakshi Singh and in today's episode we'll be diving into some of the top headlines making waves from legal battles to political reactions and even a glimpse into the world of sports. So let's jump right in. Our first story takes us to the legal arena in a significant turn of events the fodder scam case has resurfaced putting former Bihar chief minister Lalu Yadav in a fresh predicament the central bureau of investigation has taken a step forward by challenging this bail in the supreme court the hearing is scheduled for august 25 and all eyes are on this crucial development moving on to a tragic incident in bihar a shocking incident has shaken the journalistic community A prominent journalist was fatally shot in his own home. The chief minister has responded to this distressing event and the investigation continues as the authorities work to uncover the truth behind this heinous act. In the realm of politics, a seemingly innocuous remark has led to unexpected consequences. A tutor finds themselves without a job after making a comment that advocated voting for educated individuals. The ripple effect of this decision reached the ears of Arvind Kejriwal who has now offered his response to the situation. Shifting our focus to the global stage, we have a development with potential international implications. Reports suggest that the United States has granted approval for the transfer of F-16 fighter jets to Ukraine, the source of these aircraft. Denmark and the Netherlands. This move has sparked discussions about the geopolitical landscape and potential ramifications. Back on home soil, we delve into the world of legal strategy. Former US President Donald Trump's legal team is making headlines of their own. As his re-election campaign looms, his lawyers are pushing for a trial date in 2026. This decision could have been interesting implications on both the legal and political fronts. Shifting gears to the financial realm, the Reserve Bank of India has issued new guidelines to financial institutions. The directive banks and non-banking financial companies are now prohibited from imposing penal interest on borrowers in case of default this move aims to alleviate financial burdens on borrowers during challenging times and finally let's round off with a sneak peek into the sports arena cricket enthusiast brace yourselves the eagerly anticipated return of captain bumrah is just around the corner he's all set to lead india's pace battery once again as we look ahead to the first t20i against ireland eyes are also on the opening duo jaiswal and gaikwar expected to set the stage on fire Now let me brief the news for you. In fresh trouble for Lalu Yadav, the Central Bureau of Investigation has approached the Supreme Court and challenged the bail granted to him in cases linked to the alleged fodder scam. The court will hear the petition on August 25. The Rashtriya Janata Dal chief has been granted bail by the Jharkhand High Court in the least four cases and all the orders have been challenged by the CBI. He was convicted in the cases and his appeals are pending in various courts. The 950 crore fodder scam involved funds meant by animal fodder being embezzled from multiple government treasuries across undivided Bihar. Fake bills were allegedly issued by the animal husbandry department to facilitate this. Now moving on to the next national news, a local journalist in Bihar's Araria district was shot dead this morning at his house by unidentified gunman Bihar police said. 
The incident took place in the Raniganj Bazar area. Chief Minister Nitish Kumar has called it a dukhad incident, that is sad incident, and said that on hearing the news, he immediately directed officials to investigate the crime. How can a journalist be killed like this? He told reporters in Patna. Vimal Kumar Yadav, the 35-year-old victim, worked as a local journalist for the Denik Jagran newspaper, police said. The gunman knocked on his door and called his name at around 5.30 a.m. and shot him when he opened the door. The local police station chief reached the spot at around 5.35 a.m. and investigated the matter. The superintendent of police, Araria, has also visited the spot. The dead body was sent for an autopsy, police said, adding that a forensics team and a dog squad are at the spot. Now, hopping on to the next national news, Delhi Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal on Thursday questioned the EdTech platform on Academy's decision to terminate the employment of one of its tutors for the urging students to vote for educated candidates in elections. An Academy fired Karang Sangwan, who, during a lecture without taking any names, appealed to the students to not put uneducated people in positions of power and vote for a literate person in the upcoming elections. The EdTech company in its statement said that it does not allow teachers to share their personal opinions in the classroom as it can be disruptive to learning. Is it a crime to appeal to educated people to vote? If someone is illiterate, personally, I respect him. But people's representatives cannot be illiterate. This is the era of science and technology. Illiterate public representatives can never build the modern India of the 21st century, Chief Minister Kejriwal wrote on X, formerly known as Twitter. Now, news from the international section. The United States has approved sending F-16 fighter jets to Ukraine from Denmark and the Netherlands as soon as pilot training is completed. The U.S. Secretary of State, Antony Blinken, says in a letter seen by the Reuters news agency. Washington will expedite the approval of transfer requests for F-16s. The letter sent to Blinken's counterparts in Denmark and the Netherlands was reported to say. The U.S. must approve the transfer of the military jets from its ailies to Ukraine. Blinken said in the letter that I am writing to express the United States full support for both the transfer of F-16 fighter aircraft to Ukraine and for the training of Ukrainian pilots by qualified F-16 instructors. Lawyers for Donald Trump on Thursday requested an April 2026 trial date on the federal charges that he conspired to overturn the 2020 election long after next year's presidential vote. The request comes as lead prosecutor Jack Smith is pushing for a January 2 start date in the case, one of four criminal prosecutions that Trump is facing in the middle of his White House re-election campaign. They said that the public interest lies in justice and fair trial not a rush to judgment, the ex-president's lawyer said in the filing. They argued the amount of documents in the case would require months to process. They said that assuming we could begin reviewing the documents today, we would need to proceed at a pace of 99,762 pages per day to finish the government's initial production by its proposed date for jury selection. Now news from the business section. Reserve Bank of India has issued fresh guidelines to the regulated entities such as commercial and other banks, non-banking financial companies and other lenders to ensure reasonableness and transparency in disclosure of penal interest. 
This follow findings that many REs are using penal rates of interest over and above the applicable interest rates in case of defaults, non-compliance by the borrower with the term on which credit facilities were sanctioned. The RBI said in a circular that the intent of levying penal interest or charges is essentially to inculcate a sense of credit discipline and such charges are not meant to be used as a revenue enhancement tool over and above the contracted rate of interest. Now news from the sports section. All eyes will be on Jaspreet Bumrah who is set to make his team India come back in the upcoming Ireland T20I series starting Friday. In what will be a big boost for Rohit Sharma's ODI World Cup plans, Bumrah will make his return by donning the captain role in the series. This is also going to be Bumrah's second stint as India's skipper. After he led them against England in the rescheduled fifth test match at Eggbaston in 2022. It's not only Bumrah who will be making a comeback in the squad. Prasad Krishna, who has been out of action for almost a year due to a lumbar stress fracture, has also returned to the team roster. Meanwhile, senior players like Rohit Sharma, Virat Kohli has been rested. Hardik Pandya and Shubman Gill will also be absent from the squad. After the Island Series, India will be playing in the Asia Cup. And that concludes today's top stories. We will be back soon with more in-depth coverage and analysis on these news items and more. Thank you for tuning into Jagran News Podcast.